Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Dungeon Boys. My name is Keith. Uh, sorry, Josh, go ahead. Do I have to? Yep. Okay. Josh playing as Arlo. <laughs> Zenus playing as Grim. And my name is Bryce, playing as Jack Law. And this episode of Dungeon Boy is brought to you by Duke's Barbecue, which is, of course, not a sponsor of Tank Media Games. Not no. yet. Um, not yet, but eventually. We all go talk to them. We do. We really um, need to. But last episode, a lot of, lot of role play, a lot of, uh, you know, getting things figured out. <clears throat> These guys are, there's a mystery on a boat, and they're trying to figure it out. Burb has been taken, is missing. Um... Misiko uh, was there, but he knows very little about the occurrence, and they've learned of a map, uh, maybe a magical map, that the captain of this ship has, and the last thing that was that occurred was Grimm kicked the door to the captain's quarters as the captain was presumably sleeping uh, in that room. Probably the most important thing from last episode is... What does the front of the gnome gun look like? Yes, we don't know. No one, none of us know Touch right the now. captain. <laughs> <laughs> On the back side, he's go. Yeah. On the front side, he's Talazar. Yeah, when he turns around, he becomes a tall orc woman. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Um, so, there you have it. That is what is occurring. The door has just been kicked open. No, it's not open. Or the door has just been kicked at. <laughs> Kicked uh, and they heard, Whoa, who's doing that out there? Which is a female or voice. Oh my. <laughs> Barely. Um, so, whenever. Uh, a woman. Wait. Uh, Ouch. As, as that's happening, is the door open yet? No. Alright, after I kick it, I look over where they are. Can they see me? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. You, yeah, there's right. nothing between you and them. I give probably them, the door says pull. I give them the, the finger guns, and then I turn back okay. to the door. Yeah, All right, I'd like to stealth. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to hide? Yep. Okay. That's a good old 16. All right, yep, you're hidden. <laughs> All right, I'm uh, I'm actually, I'm going to do some hiding, too. Um, <laughs> Jack just <laughs> vanishes where he's hidden. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cast the pass without trace on the two of us. Okay. So, so okay. adds another 10 to the stealth? Yeah. Oh, for, and it lasts for an hour. where you are. <laughs> Um. So yeah, good. Cause I rolled a two. Wait, I got a, I got a plus. I got a plus four. So I got a 16. two plus ten plus four. So twelve, sixteen. All right. You also hide. Sweet. Uh. All right. So we are hiding. I guess hiding. behind a shiny leaf or something. Hiding. Shiny leaf that's between calls, just <laughs> like the stars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you hear footsteps. You hear the first set of footsteps you hear are pat 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 pat, pat. <laughs> as they come to the door. But behind those footsteps, you hear and then the doors swing open, and Burm. you see before you <laughs> Captain Talazar, who is an orcish woman. Uh, she's tall. She's strapping. Uh, she's got on like some some sea stained trousers. She's not wearing a dress or anything. She's wearing pants. She's got a puffy like white captain shirt on, and she's got a captain's hat, kind of that you would expect in the movies, the triangular hat, um, with a big blue feather coming out of it. She has what you would describe as pecs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is uh she like is slamming her hat down on her head, and she says. There better be a good explanation for this. 
And then when you look down, you see a little gnomish fella who's wearing pretty much just rags. You know, just kind of, he's he's a, he just wearing like kind of torn up clothing. It's Dobby. It's, and, yeah, yeah, very, he's very Dobby-esque. He's very Dobby-esque, but he looks like a, he's, a, he's a gnome. Um, he looks fairly young, but his eyes are are, are, are are tired. You know, he's got kind of droopy eyes. Uh, and he looks up and he goes, Gah. I was not expecting that, honestly. Anyway, no. Captain... Captain, one of your lifeboats is missing. Yes, I know one of my lifeboats is missing. It happened earlier today. <clears throat> I ate it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Do you know what happened? Yes, I told Slivius Bile, my, you know, quartermaster who's supposed to take care of things like that, to check everything before we set sail. Obviously, he did not, because in the middle of the day yesterday, as we were sailing about getting into the open ocean, we hit some rough waves, and... Kasplish! One lifeboat down. Looks like there's some women and children who won't be making it back to shore if something happens. Unfortunate. <coughs> anyway, the only uh, reason... That the men get to shore, we sacrifice the women and children. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Uh, unfortunate. Anyway, the reason I disturb you at this hour is, um, my companion has gone missing. Your companion, eh? Yes. And there are some scratches on the port side of your boat. Scratches on my boat? Where? Yes. Show me. I need to see these right now. I'll leave it right there. And as she, as she, like, steps and she's following you, you can hear the pitter-patter of Gus's feet. And behind you, you can hear, Gus, Gus, Gus. Can I... How far is the captain's thing? Um, not very far. Can I swoosh it? That's what I'm You'll thinking. have to stealth it up. I'm already... Bro, you got it. Pretty stealthy. That's I can a, see, like, Arlo 31. and Jack look at each yeah, other and just kind of... The nod. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, you're definitely in there. You stealth right in there. <laughs> already got the map. Yep. <laughs> in fact, I'm home. <laughs> 25. You also are in there, right? Jack and Arlo are in the boat. Or in the captain's quarters. <laughs> they we are, are in one the boat. With the boat. <laughs> let's deal with... Um, and Misiko, uh, as well, is going to try to go in there with you guys. He notices all this happening. Um, but Misiko crit fails. Oh, jeez. Oh, Misiko is heading in there. But, um, he goes to like, run Stepped over... Stepped on a duck. But like he kind of right. ga- he kind of gasps. We're going to say he gasps... Uh, and he said, as he's trying to say, wait for me, or oh, excuse me, wait for me, he, he gasps at the idea of what's going on over there, and he accidentally sucks his cigarette into his throat, and you hear, <laughs> <laughs> and um, let's see, hold on, I'm going to roll. He takes 7d10 damage. <clears throat> um, so Ga and Talazar each briefly turn around, so we'll say this actually helps you guys get in there, that's what provides you with such great rolls, but as, you know, Misiko is walking over there, Talazar turns around and says, can you shut your trap? <laughs> Don't eat cigarettes on my deck. <laughs> and she turns around and says, "You were saying there's scratches Don't on the for that. <laughs> yeah, scratches on the side of the boat here." Yes. Um, where, did she call me or something? She didn't call me. No. Uh-uh. Um. Yes, and I, I show her the the scratches. Apparently, this creature with a massive arm, at least five feet in length. Um, ripped my friend, my companion, out of his, out of our cabin, and uh, <clears throat> scurried off down the boat. And that creature that was coughing on the cigarette, that was choking horrendously, he actually saw it. 
He was in there. He tried to save our companion. But the cigarette eater is a companion of yours? Temporary, yes. By the way, what is your name? Grim. What is your business here on my ship, Grim? It's Passage Grim. to Buckland. Very well. My name is Captain Talazar at your service. Ah, reach out a hand. She grabs it, you know, Spartan style. Yes, excellent. And she Pleasure says, Pleasure to make your acquaintance. This is my gnomish slave, Gar. He's rather stupid, but he gets the job done when I need him to. A squat? <clears throat> you want to reach out a hand? Uh, Gar, like, reaches his short hand out, like, with a single finger. <laughs> and he says, Gar. Wait, he just, like, points at me? Like, basically? he's giving you his finger to shake. I take it with my pointer he's finger and small. thumb, and I just... Uh, it says, uh, and Talazar says, don't touch him, he's probably dirty. Noted. And I show him the scratches. Yes, it looks like... <clears throat> mm. Actually, I don't know what it looks like. I don't either. I was able to see the arm in a way. And... <laughs> Very all right. Okay. Neither I nor my companion could identify what creature it belongs to. A bugbear, but larger. Mm. Much larger. Is it possible we had a stowaway on the ship and I didn't notice back here on the corner? It's possible. And you think that might be what knocked down the lifeboat today? It wasn't just a fluke? It would seem... That, that was my thought. That's why I came to you immediately. Was any of Mr. Investigator, if you're such a detective, of any evidence of this creature on the boat anywhere else? Need we worry, or is it at the bottom of the sea by now? I haven't found any other evidence, but the scratches, they go down from my room. I couldn't see where. If you have a way to get down there, like a harness, I would investigate myself. I wouldn't, I would not risk your crew for this matter. He is my friend. I will take the, the heat. The Very brunt, well. The brunt of the labor. It's, it's night time. I'm not going to make anyone get out of their bed to help this this, this evening. Uh, there's a creature on the boat, which I highly doubt at this point. It's likely that your friend is already gone, <clears throat> uh, especially with that lifeboat missing. But in the morning, I would say, <clears throat> go and visit Slivius. Uh, he will get you. Uh, he'll be finished in the brig by then as well uh, for his mistakes with the lifeboat, not securing them. Bad behavior and <clears throat> absent-mindedness gets punished on my ship, Grim. But go see Slivius in the morning uh, whenever he gets out of the brig, and uh, he'll show you to some some rope and he'll oversee your descent down the side. I reach out a hand again. He says, what is it? What's the name? Tal Talazar. Talazar? Uh, bad names. Um, thank you, Captain Talazar. I did, I did not expect such hospitality, but I will be sure to remember it. You're very welcome. And she puts your, uh, her hand on your wrist, but whenever she grabs it, she kind of pulls you in and says, oh, don't be causing any trouble on my ship. We're going to get to Buckland in one place, you understand? I... Certainly understand. Very well. I will keep you informed. Don't cause an uproar over this monster. If you're not, if you're not seeing it, don't tell anybody about it. I don't want an uproar on this ship. Causing us to capsize in the middle of the ocean. I don't like to involve others in my business. Half of my <coughs> sailors can't even swim. Tragic. Neither can I. No, I can't. Can she well, releases your arm. And she returns to her quarters and she says, Come on, girl. And, uh... I walk to Misko. Girl says, Girl... <coughs> While y'all are having this, as powerful arms as propulsion devices. <laughs> While y'all are having this conversation, luckily Talazar is very loud, so you can hear the conversation happening above you, 
on the deck, um, you know, on on the steering wheel area where they've been speaking, uh, you can hear that conversation from within the captain's quarters. Yeah. So you kind of know when and, and where she's at. Uh, so you guys enter. So I heard her say that Gus is a slave. Yes, okay. you did. Right. Um, and so we'll go back in time a little bit. You've just entered the captain's quarters. All right. I whip my head about. I'm looking for something that looks like a desk where Mac would be. Okay. Um, in this room, uh, there's a big desk with all kinds of maps and charts and sailing tools all over. It looks fairly messy. A very well used desk. Very large. Um, there's a large bed in uh, the... There's a large bed in the corner um, to the right of where you came in. Mm. Uh, to the <coughs> left of where you came in, there's a little teeny tiny bed that you must assume is Gus's bed as you saw him come out. Um, when you roll perception for me as well, I'm going to give you some stuff that you can't see and maybe that you can't. Oh my. It's a nine. I got a 25. Okay, so Arlo, you see above <clears throat> Gus's bed, there's a trap door um, and a rope, you know, that he can hop up and grab and climb up to this trap door that goes up to presumably the deck up there. Okay. Um, trap um, door, like, in the ceiling? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's the only thing that is, you know, hidden. <clears throat> um, there is a large chest in the left front left corner of the room um, as well as there are each wall is a large bookcase on the left and to the right. The back you can see this the big bay windows of a captain's area um, and like on the left wall and right wall when you come in are just a bookcase inundated with books. I don't see a map that's like glowing with quest marker. You don't. There's no map with an exclamation point over it. Okay. That sounded um, like a monster. Then I'm gonna go. You said there's a desk, right? Yeah. With map stuff. Is there a pen and paper? There is pen and paper. Nice. Alright. I'm going to write something. I'm gonna write out meat at the scratches tonight. And I'm gonna stick it under Gus's pillow. Okay. <laughs> Alright, I like it. So you place it you place it there. Assuming he knows more than one word, which is go. Assuming. <clears throat> Huh. You place it there? Yeah. And how's the... You're about halfway through the conversation. You got a little bit of time left. All right. Arlo, anything you want to look at? I'm going to check that chest. Uh, I want to check out the bookshelf see if I notice anything kind of odd. Okay. Out of place, I guess. Roll Perhaps investigation on the bookshelf. jobs. You I can't do it. You can't read. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, you've been showing me so many words. That's true. Um, I know what dead children spelled like. <laughs> I'm going to do what he was going to do. He's going to do what I was going to do. Okay, so roll investigation on the bookshelves, Bryce. All right. I'm 19 on investigation. Okay, so you look around, and you don't see anything out of place. You see several books. You see some books on sailing techniques. Um, you see books on, you know, lore <coughs> and history of Medine. Uh, it seems that Talazar fancies herself quite the reader. Um but as you look around, there are, you know, several books that are a little more worn than the others. Are any of the sailing technique books, are they like, do they look like they're used often? <laughs> well, first let me ask you as a DM, if I yeah. took one of those, could I get where I could use uh, 
water vehicles. Sure. Okay. Yes. Um, so you're are you going to take anyone in particular? Whichever one seems to be like basic knowledge. Okay. Um, let me read over some <coughs> of my other bookies over here. Okay, so you can you see towards the uh, to Guz area, you actually see a lot of the basic knowledge books over there about sailing. Will you roll a d6 for me? You see about c six different ones. I want to see which one you pick up. Two. Okay, so you pick one up. Um, it's a book. You pull it out, and there's a picture of a like a little itty bitty like a sailboat that you would draw, like the bottom, like a mouth with the line coming off of it and a triangle. <laughs> like that kind of sailboat is on the front of it. It's pretty well worn. The pages are, are kind of dusty at this point. Uh, and you pull it out and you slide it into your pack. All right, sweet. Uh, did I see a book on animals? Um, sure, there's a book on animals in there as well. Oh, no. Hey. Have any desire for this book? What you I, got? I take it out and I show it to him. It's a book about animals. Got lots of pictures in it? Does it have lots of pictures on it? Sure. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, I mean, it's not a crazy that. amount of pictures, but there's pictures. <laughs> it's not, not no dang old pop-up book. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was about to ask. Did pictures move at all? Uh, Did it pop-up? Yeah, it's not a pop-up. All right, we need to hurry. Did you find anything over there? I don't know. I rolled an 11. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. I right, tossed well, the book. Yeah, well... No, well, I don't toss him the book. I hand him the book. <laughs> so ends Arlo. <laughs> big book. All right, um, I actually, for the for the first time in a long time, I use my hat. All right. And I shove those two books in there. For the audience at home, Arlo has an enchanted hat <coughs> that is a, book, a bag of holding, but only for books. That's right. That's right. Pretty cool. Um, Twas a gift. So you 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 go to the chest. I, you I want to. I want to hand my hat to um, Jack. If there's any other books you think you might want, you might want stuff in there. So I, just, I hand him my I hand him my hat. Whatever he stuffs in there. So. Okay. I hand him my hat. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can't see nothing in this. You get sucked into it. I look you were a book. Okay. Are you wearing your mask? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So Arlo, you rolled an eleven. Now I wear the mask. You rolled an eleven on the chest. Yeah. Okay, so you investigate the I chest. Was born with it. <laughs> it's a pretty big chest. You try to like knock against it to see how heavy it is. Pretty heavy little chest. Okay. Um, heavy little chest? Pretty heavy big chest. Okay. Big chest, pretty heavy. Uh, you don't move it. Um, you don't move it. You can hear a little bit of a jingle whenever you slam into it. Um, and the jingle goes like this. I'm a chest. I'm a chest. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There's no. It's the jingle. Of, it's a sound jingle, not a singing jingle. Okay. Um, and on the front of it is a big metal uh, padlock with a that looks like a twisting combination padlock on it. Okay. I'm gonna try to see if I can open it. Okay. Roll. I've got a little bit of time. I just want to see if I can open it. Roll. Your you. The conversation is drawing to an end. It's. Auto. Sleight of hand. Yeah, we'll say yeah, we'll say a sleight of hand for you to crack this safe. Move quickly. <laughs> Alright. <coughs> I'm gonna go ahead and leave because we need at least one of us to get yeah. out of this. What's your method for trying to crack a safe with a combination? Um or a lock with a combination. I guess just kind of listening to see if it'll listen for tumblers. Make the little noises, yeah. Okay. Um you hear nothing. You you're twisting it, you realize that maybe you're inexperienced, maybe you're just pressured. Or maybe it's just the the calmness of the night has led to you're getting too too uh, too comfortable, but your your role is not enough to get you into this lock, so you can't really hear a whole lot going on. In there. 
Alright. And the conversation is almost done? Yeah, they're walking down the stairs now. It's, it's go time if you're going. Okay. I have goad. Let's go. Jack Claw is out. I want to take the trap door. The trap door method out. To go up? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Roll. You want to do it stealthily or you just want to pop on out of there? I'm stealthing. Okay. I'm stealthing. I need you to roll. First of all, I need you to roll athletics to climb this rope. <clears throat> okay. Then I need you to roll a stealth. Uh, nat 20 on athletics. So. You jump on that rope and you are at the bottom of the trap Climb it with my toes. Yeah. Now <laughs> roll a stealth for me. just walks up the rope. <laughs> stealth nat 20. <laughs> Weighted hey. dice. I rolled the dice around and everything. Josh, yeah. I'm sorry, but you just wasted two net twenties that you could use that would have been useful any other place. Yeah, but going, I climbed that rope yeah. really good. Whenever I told you, now's the time to go if you want to go. Like it was a free get out of the jail card. Woo. But you pop. I mean, you very sneakily. You hop on that <coughs> rope. You shimmy to the top. You pop the thing open, secret agent style. You can all but hear. And then you pop your head out and you kind of roll out of there and you're right behind the steering wheel. across yeah. the deck. <laughs> you're, you're right behind the steering wheel. You roll out and whenever you hit the ground, you can see like Grimm's feet as Talazar and uh, Gu walk down the stairs and out of your range of vision. Hey, I'm impressed by my own moves. I'm impressed. Hey. All right, so I've, I've closed the hatch behind me, right? The hatch is closed. Okay, do I notice anything particular about, like, is it an unusual place that this is at, or is it just right right there by the the helm? Um, based on your original thoughts, like, there, there's nothing really interesting about it. It just seems like a place for God to easily go in and out. Okay. <clears throat> it's it's a, just a doggy door. Kind of. For a, for a no. Yep. I yeah. don't know how I feel about that, but okay. Yeah. He's a slave. Yeah, he's a your race. I don't know how I feel about that. So. You'll have to deal with it. Okay. I mean, you'll have to deal with it as in you'll have to come to terms, not you deal with it. <laughs> this is my world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enslaving your race. Deal with it. No. Um, okay, so Talazar, uh, you know, heads <clears throat> back into uh, her captain's quarters and Guh, like, looks out of the door and like looks at everybody on the deck and goes and slams the door Mm. alright Jack has my hat other than that I'm just up on deck alright you make it out yeah I assume yep everybody's out stealth I rolled 39 to stealth out oh yeah that'll work Misiko (laughs) he's like beating his chest going And eventually, a cigarette like <laughs> comes out of his mouth and lands on the lands on the deck. Still and he blowing. Says, <sighs> Am I over there? That was spicy. <laughs> it's um, a spicy meeting. you're I guess coming down the steps, so you are the farthest from Isiko at this point. But y'all are all close. Yeah, so your conversation, I pictured it occurred up uh-huh. here in the back of the thing, right? Mm-hmm. He yeah. said I, he walked to him. Though. Oh, then I you did. It. Sorry, you're yeah. there. No, I was you're walking to him as she was going down. So okay, I, mean, then, I wouldn't yeah. imagine myself all the way there, but if Arlo came out of the, the thing up top, I yeah, sure. wouldn't be the farthest from Right, him. yeah, you're right. Forgot about him doing that. Grim, down here. <clears throat> what? Grim, we, we were just up in the, in the captain's little captain hole, and, and we didn't find no map. That stinks. What did you find? We didn't find no map. All right. <laughs> I mean, there was well, some books, but what none of them pop up, bro. 
Where's Jack? <clears throat> All right, I pop up behind you, Master Forgive Me style. <laughs> um, oh, I'm good. Right here. Jack, you're here. Good. Um, I have spoken to the captain, Talazar. Yes. Quite reasonable. Excellent. Um, in the morning, we are to see, or I am to see, it doesn't matter. She only knows I am here, so I am to see um, that man. V something. Slivius. 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 S something. Slivius Bile. <clears throat> I am supposed to see him for some rope, and I'm going to examine the scratches on the port side of the boat first thing in the morning. Um, right now, I'm going to go to Misco. Excellent. Because he was choking on his cigarette. I left a message for the captain's slave. Good. Yes. Good. Good. He, if he responds to the message in kind, he will be meeting us at well tomorrow night next to the scratches you were showing him. Excellent. <clears throat> Good thinking, Jack. I think I will let Arlo take point on that one. They of a kind. Yes. Well, what's that supposed to mean? <clears throat> Short. You can't say much. No. Uh, Misko like raises. All right, I understand completely. Yeah, Misko raises his head as you guys approach him. I guess, and he's like, "It's because you are both gnomes, Arlo." <coughs> I smack him. <laughs> You know, I think you might be right. I think it has something to do with the lack of uh, vocabulary, though. I think that's got to be it. I step on the cigarette. Okay. As Misko's, like, looking at it, your foot, like, steps right in front of his face. And Misko, like, he, like, sits back on his butt, and he looks up at you, and he says, So, are we one map heavier this evening? No, we are not. We We are ten. (laughs) We did not find any maps that stood out in particular. Very well. Hopefully this... Gnome slave will know which one is the correct one. I have a feeling about this map. The more I think of it, the more I think it could be very important. It may lead us more more to more of these magical items like uh, Grim has with the mask. That is what I was hoping for. As conversations go, and I'm just indicating to Jack, hey, give me a hand back. Do the old switcheroo. Okay. So no one found anything interesting. <coughs> Just books, no maps. I know books is plenty interesting. There's well, a large yes. chest in there. Hmm. Really, really big chest. It got a padlock on it. Perhaps the gnome will know the combination. I tried. If I can get back in there, Different. I think I would be able to unlock it. What well, now? Well, I tried unlocking it, but I didn't hear nothing wheeling around in there like it. It had any kind of mechanism. I see. We'll ask him about this. It. Yes, this. Is, I'm going to go to sleep. This all sounds like something we should do with tomorrow. Excellent. I agree. I could use a night's sleep. Hopefully, Burb is alive and well. I get the feeling he's on the lifeboat somewhere. <laughs> Dead. Yes. Eaten by a monster. Totally. Hey, why are we waiting on rope? I, I got hope some not. rope out here. Oh wait, I didn't say that. I didn't know the boat's gone. Oh. We'll say by now. Yeah. We'll I have not told him. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You don't know that. Do you have rope? I'm pretty sure I have rope too. I have rope. Listen. Well. Everybody playing D and D has rope. That's true. Fifty feet of rope here. We can do something with this. Explorers pack. Fifty feet of hemp and rope. That's what I'm talking about. Well, Misco says roll that up and smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> roll that in and smoke it. Um. Well, let's do it. Let's go. 
right. I'll stand here and hold the rope. I'm heavier than that. Why don't the three of you hold the rope? I can go down the side. You could. You could. As a spider. You could. I could. (coughs) Jack's voice is getting a little gravelly over here. Yeah. Whatever we're doing, let's do it now. Tell it's already a number on the DM. Um... So you guys didn't sound like y'all are being stealthy about this. Y'all are making plans and about to drop over the side of the boat. Were you intending we're to be stealthy or we're not? Quietly talk. Well, everybody's asleep, so I can imagine we're. I'm, I'm just talking. We're not. He already told other. the captain he planned to right. go down and inspect the side of the boat. Yeah. Okay, so from the cap, the crow's nest, you hear someone say, "Hey, don't do that. Don't, don't tie off and go off the edge of the boat." You're a liability. We'll lose our ship if something happens to you. Just stay up. Just all harm, arm to feed inside the hands of the boat. Okay? That mayhem guy from the insurance commercial. <laughs> Can <laughs> I, I, I'm going to climb up to this voice. <laughs> okay. Hey, Just, hey, don't climb up here. No, I'm climbing up. I'm don't. Climbing up. Hey! I ignore him. What do I, is there something I can climb to get up there, or do I need to just roll straight? Need a rope. You need a rope. <laughs> I think we'll, just, we'll roll you. We'll roll you a strength check. Um, Jack, you think we ought to stop him in some way? But as you step onto no. the cargo net no. rope thing to climb up there, you start to hear this person start ringing a bell. You hear ding 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 ding, and then the captain steps out. You hear Jack. Go, 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 is, Jack is, I'm going to hide. I'm going to hide. I was going to do the same thing. Is the thing still active? Yeah. For like an hour. Okay. 35. Yep. You're hidden. You you hide behind a box. Okay. Uh, 27. Okay. You also hide. You're hidden behind the same box. I am the box. (laughs) So the door opens up and you see Talazar as well. Slightly more disheveled. uh, Hat not on this time. And she looks and she says... Mr. Grimm, I'm going to give you this chance now. Get off of the cargo net. See Slivius in the morning. If he gives you an overseas, it's no problem. But if something happens to you off the side of my boat, it's a liability, and I could lose my practice. I could lose my captainship, okay? So please, just wait till morning. Captainship. I get down. I didn't know that. I was just going to speak to this man so as not to yell to the entire (laughs) ship. I didn't know. What, I don't know what you're doing. You're just a strange, strange man in a suit climbing up my, my cargo net. <coughs> Thank you, Captain Talzar. He goes back and sits in his crow's I go downstairs. Okay. I, I I bid the captain good night and I go downstairs. Sorry I'm, about. I'm going to sleep. That's gotcha. what's happening. I am asleep. <laughs> gotcha. So as as you go down, she says, "It's just policy, Mister Grimm. I'm nope. very sorry. I understand. Please do not wake me again this evening." I will not. Using very careful hand gestures, I want to indicate to Jack, I want him to lower me over the side with that piece of rope. That's a bad idea. (laughs) I don't want to do that at all. Y'all can have this conversation. I am. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, Arlo's using like complicated hand gestures to convey all of this. I'm shaking my head. No. I. The captain just said that Grimm would be allowed to do it tomorrow when he's overseen by the quartermaster. Yeah, but Burb's missing now. What ha- what happens if something happens to him in the night? I, there's not much we can do about it right now. Burb's our buddy. I don't want to leave him hanging like that. What if he's in trouble? 
you, you have me in a box here. I honestly have no idea what, what we're supposed to do. If you want to go check out the scratches, why not turn into a spider and walk down the side of the ship? Well, that was going to be my next move if you weren't going to give me a hand. I feel like the rope has a higher chance of failure. All right, I'm going to do it. You you see if you can catch up to Grim. I'm going to go with spidery. I was planning to look around the ship a little bit more. Right. See if anything else is awry. Hey, we're, are we really looking for a map? suppose so. I don't know about this map deal. I don't know. Just keep your eyes peeled. I will. Alright. I go all spidery. Okay, <clears> so <throat> you're going to transform into a spider. A small spider? spider? No. Um, no, it's like a what the, like a wolf spider or whatever. A giant wolf spider? Or a regular wolf spider. You want to be a giant wolf spider, Josh? <laughs> you want to be six feet tall, Josh? <laughs> no, it's like whatever, whatever it's, it's not like the tiny little spider that you can squish. It's like the next size up from that. Like a, they don't. Tell me this. I'm gonna go a little spider now. I'm about to say, yeah, do you want to? I'm just asking the question. Do you want to be a tarantula, or do you want to be a small dog? That's my thought. Or do you want to be like? You want to be an elephant? I don't know. As far as, you know spiders are. I'll go small spider then. Yeah. Okay. So regular because there's like there's like wolf spiders, giant wolf spiders. Yeah. Well, the the smallest spider in the monster manual is um, it's like a wolf spider. It's big. It's a monster. It's not like a, like, a, it's not like a foot wide spider. It's like a four to six foot wide <clears throat> spider. I'm going that way. Big spider. Yeah, because I'm going. I'm going to go around the entire outside of the ship. Okay, you're going. Right. I still have plus ten to stealth. Okay, with you're, advantage for the next hour. That is true. Spiders are light. If I'm on their going feet, spider gnome. Right. I'm going spider gnome. Spider, go spider gnome, dude. All right. So where do you make this transformation? Behind the box. All right, so behind the box, which is kind of on that, we'll call it. We'll say the box is on the for the sake of stealth, is on the port side of the ship. You both went left. Okay. Um, kind of underneath where I picture Grim was climbing. That'll work. Um, and so behind that box, you know, little purple light, and then there's a spider. Okay. Jeff, I'm immediately going over the edge. Yeah. You've got stealth plus seven as a giant wolf spider as well. Yep. So you're good. Yeah. Plus Probably seven. Good. Plus ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I'm immediately just going over the side. Arlo, before you go, if anything happens, I will be here on the top deck. I'm going to remain up here to watch and see if anything else transpires. I give a little spidery salute. Um, also, I want it to be known that I'm... However you activate Sir Stuff, I'm activating Sir Stuff. Okay, so you take Sir Stuff. I picture... I picture it as the Liberty Prime voice from <laughs> so, Fallout. So let's, let's talk about Sir Stuffed real quick and what Sir Stuffed does. Sir Stuffed is a small teddy bear who has a wooden shield and a little wooden sword. Um, or no, he has a wooden sword and a small helmet. He keeps watch while the party sleeps. He wakes the owner when there's danger and he'll defend the people if needed. He has 3 HP plus 1 hit and 1 bludgeoning damage. But I picture the way you activate Sir Stuffed is you have to like sit him in the place you want him to guard and like, like a child like tell him like, Okay, sir, stuff. Now this is what we need. <laughs> right. um, I was imagine like I want to put him as close to my head as I can because mm -hmm. I imagine the way he wakes you up is just <laughs> the sword. So I just yeah I set him set him down and I, I give him give him the talk. Yeah, there are bunk beds in this room enough for the it would have been five of you. I'm sleeping so, on the bottom. Okay, bottom bunk closest um, to a corner as I can get. Okay, secluded and yeah. So there's <laughs> on either side of the window there are bunk beds. Um, and then there's one actually extra bunk on the right side. So you go on the bottom bunk, on the back right, we'll say. 
Um, and you're sitting there, and you put you put Sir Stuffed on the edge of your pillow. What do you say to Sir Stuffed? Listen, I'm mm. going to sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a nap. And you're going to watch. <laughs> you're going to watch over me while I sleep. He takes his sword and raises it to the sky and says, mm-hmm. Excellent. I put my hand, like, I put my, my fist over my heart as a salute. And Sir Stuffed responds with the, his sword over his, mm-hmm. Good night. Thank you for your service. He sits. He sits like directly on the edge of your bed, like just holding his sword on his lap, just like kicking his little feet off. I just love Winnie the Pooh. Okay. <laughs> if we could play a campaign where I got to play actual Winnie the Pooh. Um. Anyway, so oh he's he's just it's, man. That was a good Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, really Josh, was. do it again. I I want to stop the episode for this. Do it again. Produce it again, Josh. <laughs> I'm laughing too hard. Boom, I don't it's, know if I can. The first one was better, but there's there's I, there's, 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 a, there's a there's a quality of Pooh's voice that I can't get. I feel like I can get like two two it's, out of three pieces. Of it's it. got a certain rasp to it. Yeah, it you have to hit it just right. I can't do it. What a You can only get it during the allergy season. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I, I go too low or too high. Yeah, I love I love Pooh. Inbox oh. us poo stuff. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, he's just kicking his little feet off the edge of the bed as you go to sleep. I didn't mean to throw you off like that. No, you know, no, I wasn't angry. I truly was saying I do want to stop the podcast for that. Um, and Grim, as you fall asleep, the moonlight is you know coming through the uh, the window, oh. illuminating the floor. You look like Sleeping Beauty right now. It's beautiful. Sir, stuff begins to transform. Okay, so so Grim is asleep. With his five foot long hairy arms with claws. (laughs) Oh my god. Grim is asleep. And And you guys are on the deck. And Arlo is a spider. I have dovened off the side. Okay. I am hanging on to the outside of the ship boat. Okay. Roll perception? Uh, Roll... Perception, yeah. Okay, cool. Or roll investigation, I guess. Investigate. Jack, what do you want to be doing while this is happening? I'm just going to chill on deck. I guess, like, lean up against one of these boxes. I'm just going to be kind of sitting there, not really drawing attention to myself, but I'm just going to be looking around to see if anything crawls up on deck, if any of the other lifeboats go missing. Oh, can I take this time to look around and see <laughs> if anything is wrong because I don't know that lifeboat is missing actually okay so what do you you want to take a second to check it out I just want to survey the deck see if there's any okay issues. A, a quick survey will will show that the one of the lifeboats is missing okay that's the only thing that you see is is missing okay I would just like to say that I have rolled the third nat 20 in a roll mm-hmm. we're in trouble boys <laughs> <laughs> the weighted dice don't technically be Arlo it's perception. up to you what what was he look, he was investigating he was looking for something it would be perception because okay. like that's um, either way it's a nat twenty true the keenness of your senses and general awareness of your surroundings okay what's what's investigations the investigation yeah is like a more meticulous thing looking for um, it. when you look around for clues and make deductions deductions based on those clues 
you might deduce the location of a hidden object, discern from the appearance okay, of the wound gotcha. what kind so of weapon investigation, it. deduction, perception. It's yeah, the I think the best example of investigation is pouring through ancient scrolls in search of a hidden fragment of knowledge. So really what we should be doing is perception then investigation. So perception I see scratches, investigation yeah. I okay. Pretty sure. Okay. Dennis, you just added some difficulty. Boom. How dare so you? So roll perception. That was a natural twenty. Nat twenty. Do I see and anything? What area are you canvassing with your with your perception? I, I'm on the outside of the boat. I mean, it's pretty flat. So yeah. port side. It's port side. You see those scratches on the port side down towards the back. Um, one thing that you do not see is <coughs> fur. Okay. Um, but you see those scratches towards the back. Um, but you don't see many more scratches towards the front at all. Is this a scratch and sniff boat? Do I smell anything? Um, you do not smell anything. No. I just, I had to know. Do I spiders have a sense of smell? Yeah. Yeah. General question. All right. There you go. All right. So, and then investigation? Um, you can go investigate those. Uh, Scratches? Yeah, if you want. All right. Watch it be a curve fail. Watch ha. Seven. <laughs> seven. Seven plus nobody. Oh, I'm sorry. I need to check, <clears throat> check some of my papers real quick. Dang, them scratches are scratchy. Critical yeah. seven. Zenith, you have a straw in your can. I do. These things happen. I don't question it. I, too, am a fan of the straw can. Did I tell y'all what was at the front of this nope. the ship? Like the, the Winifred with the, the, the tankard of ale outstretched. Yeah, it was. Oh. Yep, it was. You're right. right. I was trying to remember that. Um, but I didn't have it right. It written. <clears throat> yeah, it was Big Winifred. Big Winnie. <laughs> With an outstretched ale cut. Does she have a long hairy arm? <laughs> Another poo meme added in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Winnie unleashed. <laughs> uh, uh, I never played that game, but wanted to. Destroy all humans, Big Willie unleashed. Oh, I haven't oh. seen that. Oh, I remember. Man, whoo, destroy all humans is a rather pointy piece of nostalgia for me for some reason. Yeah. It's like, that's almost, for some reason it feels like you're attacking a single day yeah. of nostalgia. <laughs> like, not like a memory, like a broad memory, but just like, you know, Tuesday, <laughs> 19, February 5th, uh, 2014. <laughs> or earlier than that, actually. It was this day. PS2 era. You could become people. You oh, could. an odd odd game. But. You could remove people's brains by shooting them in the butt. Harvesting I can remember thinking oh, yeah. about that game like, maybe I shouldn't be playing this. Yeah. Did you play it the second good one? music though. I wanted to play Path of the Funeral. I think that would have been really cool but I never got around to it. We had a podcast going. We yeah, do. we do. Sorry. <laughs> I mean to nostalgia fire. Oh, wait. We're doing so things. You rolled a seven to investigate those scratches. You got don't, crit seven. Yeah, what you see is these, these three prong scratches. You don't see anything you know identifying about them they look like you know a three clawed okay. thing might have made them alright are the scratches going can I tell if they're going like vertically or like horizontally so you can see the one you can see the one the one going down from the window goes down almost to the water then it stops okay and then you can see the other ones on the back corner so your your window is the rearmost window of the, the portholes on the side. Okay. And then towards the back corner, you can see all those scratches that Grim was talking about where it looks like something was really on this one area. Okay. Alright, so can I move to investigate some of the other scratches? Um, I figured you were kind of investigating all these scratches, but you can go and try to reattempt another investigation on those other big scratches. Okay. I mean, I've done precipitate them, so... 
Uh, that is a crit fail. All right, it's catching up to me, boys. Yeah, those those scratchers are so. Just, I got so distracted. Just regular old scratches. Yeah. There's just nothing special about them. Yeah. Um, that to you, it doesn't seem. You, know, you don't deduce a lot of information from these scratches. Is what I'm okay. trying to say. Do I notice anything else beyond scratches? On the port side, on this side of the ship or the the back, we'll say your nat twenty extends to the back as well. Um, no, you don't really see anything else particularly exceptional okay. down there. What's the general condition of the ship? It's like well kept, or is it yeah, like it's well kept. It's a well kept ship. This okay. is these kind of scratched up. These scratches, <laughs> these scratches are fairly new. These scratches are um, they were not here when you left. The rest of the the the, the ship is fairly immaculate. <clears throat> okay, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna chill and kind of ponder this. I think I'll approach the investigation again at earliest opportunity. Okay, so what are you doing? From here now, you're gonna stay on the side of the boat and keep moving. Or? Um, head scratching. Yeah, I just okay. I wanna I wanna like case the entire outside of the boat. Gotcha. Cool. So okay. I'm pondering the scratches. I may revisit the scratches, but I'm going to investigate the exterior of the boat completely. Okay. Cool. Um, Jack, what are you doing? Um, I saw nothing else going on, so I think I'm just going to head back down to where Grim is. Okay, going back, going back home. Mm -hmm. I didn't designate anybody as safe. Would the bear wake me up if Jack comes in? I think it's you said it's keep, the, it's keep the party. safe. He's 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 been around. He's heard all your voices. He's Sir <coughs> Stuffed. He keeps track. He knows what's up. Yeah, Sir Stuff knows. Um, Sir Jack Stuffed walks in. Sir Stuffed just nods like, "Hey, what's up?" Sir <laughs> Sir Stuffed only blade only tastes the blood of the evil. <laughs> um, I imagine that like. Yeah, he's okay, still cool kicking his feet as soon as Jack walks in he turns his head yeah. like without turning his body so it just twists and there's a squeak yeah <laughs> and the squeak as he turns back and starts kicking you yeah that's exactly what happens when Jack walks in pick you a bed Jack before you go down Misiko is he's um just kind of with his arms over the side of the boat he says I think I'm going to en enjoy the evening a little longer oh my god it's Misiko <laughs> well have a good night, Misiko. You too, Jack. I will be down shortly. All right. And I go down the steps and encounter the bear. Okay. I don't sleep, so I'm just going to go, I guess, sit on the cart, and I'm going to read my wizarding book. Okay. Uh, Sounds good. Maybe my sailing book. I'm going I'm to I'm get some sailing in my brain. Okay. Um... <laughs> Roll intelligence for me. Is your book in my hat? You kept that book. You just shoved a bunch of other ones in there. Yeah, I had the book in my bag. Yeah. You kept the book that I gave you. Yeah. <coughs> intelligence? Yeah, intelligence, please. 19. Woo! Got him down um, smart. <coughs> 19. Uh, you could reasonably operate a sea vessel. You know, nice. you wouldn't be great at it. Like a lifeboat, <laughs> but you could reason. You could reason. Yeah, the bigger the more difficult. But you could reasonably operate a sea vessel. You get like you. You learn port and starboard. You learn. You learn aft and stern. Um, Navigational aids. Yeah, which is aft. You get a. Uh, you get um. That's that's a, the real life meme from yeah. my past. <laughs> the boat races. <laughs> yeah. 
We can't tell people about that. It's going to take up too much of the show. Yeah. But suffice it to say, Bryce and I used to t- watch old men sailing boats <laughs> in a pond. And there was a morning where the old men were getting too close to one another, and one of the person people who were presiding over the remote control sailboat race was saying, Watch his aft! Watch his aft! And spitting on himself. I got it. So, anyway... Uh, you could reasonably operate a sea vessel. But we certainly Those. couldn't explain that right there. Yeah. <laughs> we had no time to explain that. Yeah. Wind's a little tricky for you. Yeah, excellent. Now what? That's, I guess I'll, I guess I'll switch to my wizard book and finish out the night doing that. Like, I'm, I'm basically, I've gone to bed. Right. I just don't sleep. So okay, I'm right. gonna, okay. I'm going to be cool. reading all night long. Okay, so Arlo, what are you up to? Have I? I'm just. I'm going over the entire exterior of the boat. Okay. Uh, in my perception. So you've made it from the back to the right side. Okay. Roll perception. Twenty-two. 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 Oh baby, what'd you roll? That's a oh, yeah. fifteen plus seven. You got or the, plus six is twenty-one. You got the pluses. Um. So you don't see any scratches on this side of the boat. Um, you can see kind of down towards the front. You can see the frame of you know Winifred out in the front. But looking down the right side, the right side of the boat, all the lifeboats are intact. The uh, this this side of the boat seems to be in pristine condition. The only blemishes you see are you know where the cargo doors, and you can see the big cargo doors on the side of the ship where they open and close. You can see a little bit of wear on the edges of those doors um, where those close uh, open and close. But um, other than that, there's no real blemishes on this side of the uh, on this <laughs> side of the ship. Okay. I want to see if I can... I guess I've had some time to think. I guess I want to go back to where I saw them scratches. Okay. I'll give you one more chance to investigate those scratches. I'm going to try it. Then any information that lies within <clears throat> may be lost. lost. Until I investigate tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These, scratches, shot, dude, like, these I, scratches have plagued us for months. <laughs> in, in Arlo's mind, like his, his buddy is missing. Yeah, like, of course. You know, these I'm are trying what I can. 18. Alright. 18 plus a nobody. Plus a nobody. Upon investigation of these scratches, you get the inclination... They're scratchy. As you look at them again and again and again, you start to really get into the nuances of the scratches and how they're made. And they don't seem familiar to you, and you've never seen them created before. But they don't look like any sort of creature or any sort of regular spacing that you recognize. They seem like they could almost have been... They're almost a little too perfect, Arlo. <coughs> the scratches are almost a little... These were created. Too perfect. These are artificial scratches. Hmm. All right. I want to see if I can snook my way back to the cargo hold. Okay. Um, you'll have to get onto the ship and then sneak through the ship. I'll give it a shot. Okay. I still got the plus stealth going on. So. Alright. Stealth it up for me. Basically, I got to go down like two, no, three, sta- <clears throat> three, three flights of stairs. Mm-hmm. Well, is there windows on a on the galley level? Not on, the, on the galley level, there yeah. There are, yeah. Right. yeah but it's um, 14 plus 17. <laughs> what? What's a plus 7 plus 10? 
I would like for someone to tell us whether that tin is the cat, but I guess it's probably not. It doesn't matter to me. You're definitely stealth either way. You're right. da- you're you're in the cargo hold. What, how do you want to go through the window or you want to go through the ship? Um, I'll go. Th- well, the cargo hold doesn't have windows, so right. Yeah. Do you- I would go into the galley, I guess. Okay, which is so like you go down thing. into the galley window and then into the cargo hold. Gotcha. Okay. So no extra rolls. I mean, it's a plus seven. No, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. You're good. You're down there. Oh, okay. Okay. Down there. I'm down there. All right. Um, and I guess I'll just spend uh, uh, you know the rest of my my spidery time just kind of wandering around, see if I notice anything that's kind of odd. I thought you okay. were looking for another dinner roll to eat. No extra rolls this time. I ate the last one last time I was here. Uh, no extra rolls. I ate the I ate the dude who ate the roll. <laughs> Alright, so perception or investigation just to see if there's anything I know is out of place. Because um, I have spent in, some time downstairs. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Roll, roll, roll something on us. Okay. Roll perception first. Uh, it's a 19 plus 6. Okay. So 25. Um, you do not see anything or anyone particularly out of place. Okay. Alright. So you just hanging out down there? Yeah, I'm going to going to hide right now. I don't okay. want to de-spider-fy at the moment. Are you resting or are you just hanging out as a spider? I'll, uh... Everyone I'll else a, has gone to bed. I'll find a nice little resting spot. <laughs> and then, uh, I guess when my, my spidery time runs out, I'll just de-spider-fy. Okay. So, you go and find a place to rest. Jack is resting. Um, Grim is resting. Jack, after probably, we'll say an hour and a half or so, Misiko comes back into the room. He kind of looks at you as if to like give you this look like, are you awake or are you just, are you sleeping with your eyes open? He gives you enough time like if you were going to respond, you could. I look over at him. Okay. He gives you a nod and then he like (coughs) slips onto one of the top bunks. Um, But Arlo, as you're resting, it's been probably two hours or so at this point, Okay. Um, we're in the early hours of morning. Okay. Possibly dawn. You hear a very loud <coughs> noise. It's bird. And you're probably un are you unspidered at this point? Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. Okay. So you look down to the back of the ship where the Gorgon cage, the Gorgon cage was. And after the noise of this sh- kabang and the shaking of the ship you hear snorting and you look down there and you see a bunch of green smoke and as the green smoke dissipates you see none other than a gorgon with nothing but air separating the two of you nice his cage is open nice I thought I was in like a little hidey hole somewhere like a box or something are you in the cargo hold or the thing I'm in the cargo hold excuse me um, what I'm saying is he's not in his cage anymore you're okay. wherever you were Yes, I'm like somewhere near the wagon. We'll go with that. Okay. So he's down there and he begins to thrash. Neat. And he begins sprinting down the length of the ship. Cool. Without a care. <laughs> All right. Um, he's cracking boxes. He's knocking. The ship is vibrating at this point. Um, and are you hidden? Um, well, yeah, I said I'd find a little spot to hide and sleep. So. Okay. Um, well, say you're hidden. Um, I'm going to 
to lock us into what's going to happen, I am going to roll Dude. initiative, but you are hidden. Nice. Okay? So let's roll initiative on this. Now, this combat encounter, depending upon whatever's going to happen here, if it goes too long, we may have to cut in the middle of it for this episode. If not, we won't. But cool. we'll see. Um, Three. Can I hide at this point? Is it too late for that? You're in the, in the cabin. No, he went into the cargo hold. You did? Yeah, that's what he said. That's where you were yep. resting? Misko came down and was like, hey. Oh, I thought you were in the room. I'm so sorry. I said I was going to go down to see Grim. Oh. Yeah, I'm in the room. Grim's we in the room. Yeah, I'm in, Grimm's the room. in the room. Oh, I thought you were in the cargo hold. No, I'm in the room. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm the only one in the cargo hold. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. I was about to say, I, was, I didn't know what was going on. All right. Me and our precious cargo hold. So, see, I, 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 all, all of the sleeping that has been done has been done in the cargo hold. I forgot we had a room. Right. I, I just assumed that we lived in the cargo hold of the ship for the okay, time. Okay, so you're so given the choice, you would have chosen the the room. Yes. Okay, so you you're in the room. All right. Did it not confuse you when I said I sit on the cart and start reading my book? <laughs> Brad, Brad, the amount of stuff that I'm thinking about happening, if you just say I sit and stuff, and I I know what room you're in, I just picture it. I'll, I go ahead and picture he's, it. And that's he's not, seated. Yeah, I I just kind of let you. I let the audience hear whatever um, you know flair you put on it, but I just assume you're in the room. I assume you're in. Okay. Um, so repconning these possible stealth, can I hear a? Yeah, I'd roll perception. Full size creature. Perception twenty, not natural. Uh, not natural. You can feel some faint vibrations that are not normal. Arlo, what's your initiative roll? Uh, I got a mighty three on that. Okay. <laughs> so it'll be Legorgon, then your turn. Do you feel some faint vibrations? You, so, first of all, Legorgon is going to um, do his thing. He's sprinting down the way. So, the first thing he's going to do. Does it see is, me? No. Okay. He is dashing <laughs> through the. He's uh, a handsome devil. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a handsome Gorgon. Uh, he's dashing through and he like smacks a box, but he moves oh, eighty a feet. Girl dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh sure, I mean of course. He moves, he moves eighty feet down the ship. Okay. And I smashes into some boxes, and he's about halfway to you at this point. Since we are in combat, I'm going to get you. Since you didn't roll for your hide, just this is probably bad for me, but I'm just letting you know. I dashed eighty feet when we had that first attack, and it took us three quarters away. Okay, so, three quarters of the way. Excuse me. There you go. I don't. I did not remember that measurement. Three quarters of the way, you make it. Um, or he makes it. Uh, you're at the far end near the wagon since we were in combat and you didn't roll to hide initially. I'm going to ask you to roll now to get a, a base stealth stat for your hide to see if okay. he can perceive through scent or whatever where you're at. Just a regular old stealthy? Yeah, roll your stealth. Stealth. Uh, 18. The okay. final frontier. Um, so he dashed. So he's not going to take an action to try to find you or anything. He's just <laughs> trying to get out of there. Because okay. a gorgon, for those who don't know, is like a big metal-looking bull. Mm. Big bad boy with green snorties. We have no snorties. idea how it tastes because Ronald never got a chance to cook one. That's correct. Mm. Um, so now it is your turn, Arlo. What will you do? You have been awoken by thrashing of a gorgon. Can uh, I take this time to rouse the other companions? Of course you can. Okay. I do that. <clears throat> okay. Shall I do it in character or you want to just get back to the, the battle? Um, dude in character. Grim. Yes. Do you not not sleepy or anything? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear that thrashing around in the bottom of the ship? Do I? 
I imagine if I pointed out to you, you'd notice I got it. A, yeah, I got a 20. Not natural. Yeah, he does. Yeah, okay. Yes. Um, Perhaps we should go see about it. I grab her stuff to put him in my pack and we're on the way. I'm going to go over to Misiko while he's leaving the room. Okay. Misiko. Misiko, wake up. Ah, yes. What, 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 what? The, do you hear that? No, I don't hear anything. There's something exactly. happening in the bottom of the ship. What? Arlo is down there. The Gorgon is probably... Oh, he's Arlo is down there? Yes. Oh, we must. The Gorgon is what? I he's probably thrashing around. I don't know what... This, he's been, you know, captured. Suspicious. You would use the same word as our DM. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? I swear. <laughs> he's, you know, he's probably upset. He's probably caged. But we ought to go check it out. He's probably caged. <laughs> he's probably upset. He's probably enraged because he's caged. <laughs> Enraged in the cage. <laughs> yeah, we should we should probably go check it out. Okay. And I run out the room. All right, so it's gonna take you all a little bit. Of, we're gonna do a couple turns because the whole six second thing yeah. to get y'all down there. All right, Arlo, what are you doing? Okay, I'm still hidden. Yes. Okay. Where, where am I hidden? Because I was looking for like elevation while I went and take a nap. So we'll say you are on top of a box towards the front of the ship near your cart. Okay. Um. Now oh. 160 feet away from this gorgon. I want. I'm, this is a little bit outside of my size range, uh, a little bit outside the weight class. I think I want to see if I can find some higher ground, see if I can find a way, maybe up the stairwell, something like that. So. Okay, you are very close to a stairwell. If you would like to, if you dash, you could get to the door. I'm gonna try to get to the door. Okay, so you sprint off your box. And up the stairs. Right. How, how far is it? Um, it is about at the edge of your movement speed, I would say, by the time you come down off your box. And, you know, okay. if we're going to be general with coming down off and up. So I, I don't guess. have to dash. It's regular movement. Yeah, we'll call it that. Sure. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go for it. What do I need to roll here? Um, try to open the door, I guess. Unless you want to be sneaky to get in there. Yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to get out of the way of this thing. I'm not trying okay. to get noticed. So. Okay, so you are trying to sneak. Sure, we'll go for it. Okay, roll your <clears throat> stealth. All right. Uh, that's a 11. You open the door, or you try to open the door, and when you pull it, it doesn't open. It's been locked from the other side. Huh. That's interesting. Am I still stealthed? Uh, no. You have come out of stealth to sprint <laughs> to this door. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, next order of business, the Gorgon is going to... You you can almost smell this green <clears> stuff <throat> come out of its nose as it goes... <clears throat> and it sprints another 80 feet down the uh, down the hull of the ship, smashing boxes and headed your way. Okay. Alright. Your so turn again. I am, I, am, I am casting Warding Wind. Okay. Warding wind. Do I want to read out, read out the thing? I would love to hear what warding wind okay, is. Okay, it's one action. It's on self concentration up to 10 minutes. Uh, strong wind blows around you in a 10 foot radius and moves with you, remaining centered on you. The wind lasts for the spell's duration. Has the following effects it deafens you and other creatures in its area. It extinguishes unprotected flames in the area and torch size are smaller. The area is difficult terrain for creatures other than you. The attack rolls of ranged weapons attack have disadvantage. Um, Hedges out vapor, gas, and fog, and can be dis that can be dispersed by strong wind. Nice. That is that spell was made for this moment. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I will say that is the most 
I'll say that was the most strategic D&D move, I believe, maybe I've ever seen. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. Awesome so, yeah. spell. Wind so, starts whipping up and, like, just spiraling around. Like, yeah, so this wind, yeah. it's, it starts around you, and just the deafening noise, even for you, inside this little stairwell corridor, because it's kind of like, you know, imagine going up a basement. Mm-hmm. There's walls on either side of you. You're looking down. You can see very limited out of the bottom of these stairs as they go down. Um, and you can see the wind now in the cart, the, the canvas of the cart is blowing in the wind as it goes around you and boxes begin to move around uh, as the Gordon, Gorg, Gorgon is approaching you. Solid move. Inspiration on that spell, Josh. Take Woo! inspiration. Impressive. Yeah. Impressive when you're choosing spell. your known spells and all that, you pick those situational spells like, man, I hope something comes up where I could use this. Yeah. Never happens. Yeah. This you, was... Well, I picked that one because like anything this range that's coming at me, I don't have a lot of defense against range. But I was like, oh yeah, I, I forgot about that part of it. But it's it's centered on me, so if y'all are with me, it's difficult terrain, so we'd have to move slow. But it would protect the whole group, so that's the reason I grabbed it. But I'm like, well, dang, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go for it. Woo! Bullfight. Get out the red cape and the spears. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Somebody bring okay, me a burrito. Yeah, yeah, so the Gorgon is gonna he's gonna dash again, but it becomes difficult terrain, so he can only make forty feet once he gets what how what's the range around you? It's a ten foot radius. Okay, so. ten foot radius. So once he tries to get he's ten foot radius the He gets ship. a bit deflected at the end. Yeah, right at the end. He's gonna make it seventy feet instead of eighty. So he's like right behind your stairwell. He knows you're in there, so essentially you're standing on stairs looking down. And, uh, a mini hurricane. and you and, and a mini hurricane. You don't see the gorgon here because the gorgon is pretty much right under your butt. He's right under the stairwell. Nice, cool. All right, all right. So that was Arlo's turn. The gorgon's turn. Arlo, it's your turn again. Does it give them enough time to catch up, or is it? We're gonna do one more turn. One more turn. Okay. Yeah, or, or one more round. This all will right. finish out a round. So I'm going for it. Um, I'm gonna. I can't do two concentrations ones at the same time, can I? No, but you can cast more spells with the concentration going. Oh, just keep the concentration going. Okay. All right. So I can keep the warding win. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> conjure up some animals. Um, I'm gonna conjure two two dire wolves. Nice. Two dire wolves. Do just for your mastiffs disappear? Oh yeah, it's been a couple of hours. They've disappeared a while oh, ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, never find out what happened to all those mastiffs. So yeah, I got all the uh, stories they have to tell. I got, <laughs> <laughs> you will not believe what I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> One of them had burb. <laughs> <laughs> He's just been riding around on his back. Swimming. Alright, so um uh yeah, I just cast two direwolves and I just give them the the um directions that they need to distract this bull. Distract? Okay, cool. Distract this bull. Right, and so I am going to... Serve and protect. Exactly. Uh, Where do they appear? Um, I guess in front of me, kind of off like the stairwell. On the, on the stairs or at the bottom sure. of the stairs? Well, I mean, they're they're big critters, so we'll say bottom of the stairs. Okay. So, um, well, there are two dire wolves now at the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> uh, and I am just going to see if I can do my best to get out of there. Okay, so what do the dire wolves do? Can they, they just appear on this turn? Yep. And then next turn they'll be able to do stuff. Yep. Oh, they they have their I guess they have their initiative with me. Um, that's something you need to tell me. I do yeah. not know. We'll just roll initiative for it. How's that? Um, I'm I'd, I'd like to just know what it says just right. so we can do it right. I got to look it up. Just to make sure. I'm a looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We probably will cut this combat 
short halfway in between. We'll see. Um, but roll initiative for some creatures as a group, which has its okay, own Okay, so turns. they roll. Yeah, they roll what? initiative. They'll take their own turns. Okay, so that's like the termite off bands. <laughs> it's an eight. Okay. Any additions? Uh, no additions to them. Okay, cool. So they're gonna go before you and after the Gorgon. Awake, that awake. Okay. Um. So you're gonna take the rest of your movement speed to run out of here. <clears throat> yeah, I guess. What? I can't see if I can try to slide a hand. I open that door. Like, pick the You've lock already taken your action, so you won't be able to do that. You're right. You're right. Okay. I would allow you to try to pull on the door again. I'll give, it, I'll give it a pull. Why okay, not? you try to pull on it, and it does not move. It doesn't even budge. You're pushed. <laughs> it does. There's a big sign that says, you ought to push. There's two words. You ought to push. No, that's, that's one word, man. That's one word. You ought to push. All right, so... <clears throat> all right, that's all I got for this one. Um, next one, I'll either do something different, or I'll see if I can motor out of there. Okay, so it's early morning. There are... Uh, but there is, it's early enough in the morning at this point. It's before the, the sun comes up. The galley is empty. You enter the galley at breakneck... Breakneck. At breakfast speed. At breakneck pace, um, the three of you enter the galley. I'm going down all the way. Okay. Uh, Grim. Yes. Does your bear just stand guard wherever you leave it? Does it? Like a boss. It says while you're sleeping, but I'll say it can guard anything you want it to. Yes. Um, I'm a stowaway on this ship, technically. Could you leave it outside the door to notify us if any guards come down here? Sure. Excellent, thank I you. Set him down and undo that. Which which door? The door we're going down to the basement. I guess the okay. galley door. So you guys approach the door that goes down to the cargo hold. I'll kill him. And Just tape it to it the back is, of your head. There is a, a big padlock on it with a twisty dial. Is it is it a wooden door? <laughs> the door the door is wooden. So wooden door. It's a wooden door. Right. We're gonna do this. We're gonna varnish it. Yeah, the door is the door is wooden, but whenever you pull on the door, you notice that the lock just the lock jingles on the the latch. Dope. So for reference, for everybody at home, I'm at the front of the boat. I'm at the other stairwell. They're at the back stairwell. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Gertrude. They're above you as well. They are trying to get to you. Um, and Misiko says, "Oh, blast." Seems they must lock the doors into the cargo hold sometimes during the evening. I'm gonna just put my hands on the door and rot it away. Okay, roll a little, roll a, roll a, uh, something. What would we roll for that? I mean, it, roll it, magic. It would just, it would just happen. <laughs> right. I guess, on deconstruction. I guess at this point, roll to see how quickly yeah. it rots away. Let's just roll a d20. 18. 18. Now, you, at first you feel it start to give a little bit, but then the more magic you push onto this, you can see like the sheen. It's almost like there's a, a layer that you can't get through with your magic that seems to be coursing from this lock <coughs> that's on the door. I'm going to have to kill a lot of people this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> We're going to be sailing into Buckland on a ghost ship. <laughs> Very quietly, standing Captain Morgan pose on Winnie. Just yeah. come on, girl. Go. <laughs> Very quietly in the back of Grimm's mind, a little abacus, a little top piece just clicks over, <laughs> <laughs> and then we know it's over. <laughs> so 
so the magic did not work? No, it didn't. Okay. It seemed to be. I, I, you can see as well, Jack, that like as you're <clears> as he's pushing on it, like it's almost like a force field kind of thing. It's, it begins. The door begins to pulse with this kind of yellowy film over it, yeah. and you, as it pulses, the pulsing is coming from the lock. I turn my hands it. to the floor. Okay. Two. It's slow, <laughs> it's slow. It's slow going, but that wood does begin to decay and rot. Excellent. I'm just gonna keep at it. Okay. I want to take a try at the lock. Okay. Just cracking it the ye old fashioned way. Sure. What am I rolling for that? Uh, sleight of hand. Oh, yeah. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. It is slow going, but you do get the first. You hear the first tumbler click on this lock. Nice. Do I need to keep rolling? We'll have it? to continue it. But while you guys are doing that, another six seconds have passed. We need to go down and handle a round of combat in the bottom. Boom. Uh, it is the Gorgon's turn. He <laughs> is going to do his best to just sprint through the bottom of the stairwell that you're standing on. He just right. going to try to push through it. He has enough movement speed to push through your wind, though it's difficult terrain because mm-hmm. he's right there behind it. He's going to push through your your the, your breaking wind. Just, and he's going. To, yeah. <laughs> I intended. I intended that one. Uh, he's gonna slam his head into the stairwell to try to like just attack the bottom of you or the the bottom of the stairs. I'm just gonna roll like a strength situation here. Um, uh, he's gonna hit. Ooh, baby. He's gonna hit, and then we're gonna roll something. Okay, so he he slams his head into it, and like you see one of his horns pierce through the side of the stairs and several of the stairs at the bottom crack and you can feel the wall on the right crack as he, you see that horn come in and move around and then get pulled out um, but the stairwell is still intact at this point uh, it is now the wolf's turn Okay. Um, I guess at this point there's one on either side of him so I just want to see if they can I guess take a bite sure why not yeah Alright, so... They'll also have... Got what, advantage. Will they have difficult terrain or anything from your wind? Um. Well, they're not moving. They're just trying to bite at him. Well, they'll pass like, through it. So, they. I mean, yeah. they'll make it. They have enough movement speed to do that. No. But was there any sort of attack situations going on with that wind? Did it, did it mess anybody up with that kind of stuff? Mm, it just dispels uh, okay. the gotcha. petrifying fog stuff. Cool. Um, it's difficult terrain for them, but they're not moving. They're just... Yeah, because um, I can kind of imagine like the Gorgon is not, it's not dainty, it's not trying to. No, it's a step. big, yeah, it's a big boy. Okay, all right. So they do have pack tactics because they're right there next to each other. Cool. Um, so they have advantage on attack rolls against a creature. Sounds good. <laughs> all right, so it was a fifteen plus five is gonna do it for one, and a seventeen plus five that's gonna do it for sure. 19 plus 5, and yeah, yeah, they both hit. All right, so. Wait, tell me all those rolls, the totals. It was a 17 plus 5. That'll hit. It was a 15 plus 5. The 17 plus 5 beat the 15. It has advantage. <clears throat> okay, yeah, so yeah, 17, that'll hit. The second roll of 5 plus 5 and a 19 plus 5. Okay, those will both hit. Yes, so, sorry. Yeah, they both gonna hit. Um, <coughs> and the damage is 8 for the first one and 12 for the second one. 
Sometimes it's faster just to use the old app. Yeah. Okay, so the the two wolves come around either side of the staircase, and they each, you know, jump up and attack both of his front legs, and you know, bite, and their teeth grind through that hard metal-looking exterior, and find a little bit of flesh under there, and squeeze some blood out. Ooh. And your wolves are right there next to this gorgon. Right. Arlo, it is your turn. All right, so I am on the stairs. Stairs are gone, or stairs are rickety. The stairs are more rickety, but still intact. There's a big hole in the right side. More rickety, still intact. All right. I am... I'm going to use my wild shape. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Cave Bear. All right. I ain't done this <laughs> Press the walls yeah. out. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm going Cave Bear, and, like, I'd, I'd imagine the stairs can't take much more of this. I'm actually going to yeah. try to, like, lunge at his back and see if I can do something there. Okay, so you're going to come down the stairs... Well, he's, then, he's under me. He's just like taking out the stairs under me, right? Well, right. So well, just, what I was trying to explain earlier is that imagine like you're in a basement. You know how you have the two walls of the stairwell going up? Yeah. So imagine a, like our staircase. These are our stairs. My hand are our stairs. There's a wall on either side, and you're at the top of this corridor. So for you to go and bite, get him, you have to come down the stairs and get him, which you can totally do. Yeah. I just want to get, we're all on the same page. Are My we on the same page My movement is non-hindered. There? Yeah, we're good. Okay, and so that's why I'm saying there's a hole in the wall there by the edge of the stairs. He's kind of put a hole in your little corridor. So you run around as a bear, and then go around and try to attack him. Boom. All right, so I'm going for it. Uh, we'll, we'll say you get around to like his side. Your two wolves are right in front of him, and you get around to his, his uh, left side. Right, so I have a multi-attack. Ooh. Uh, bite and claw. So that's a 20 to hit, not natural. Bless you. Thank you. Just one? Yep. Just All right, one. so 20 on the bite, not natural. That'll hit. Okay, and claw is 12. <coughs> That's going to miss, so you'll hit him with the bite. All right, hitting with the bite, doing the damage. Damage, 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 damage. Damage is 13. Woo! Okay. All righty. So, you said 13? 13 damage. Okay, so he, you take a big bite out of his side. <laughs> And um, he is not pleased with that. You hear a bit. You you hear a big uh, snort, and some of that green gas leaks out of his nose, uh, and he roars again. Back to the top of round of combat has passed. Um, roll again. Um, roll yeah, roll again, Grimsley and Jack. Oh boy, got a three. Okay, I've got extra attacks. Roll twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's slow going, but you're still you're pressing through there slowly but surely. Mizuko, all he can do is like you know twiddle his thumbs. He's like, I, I don't know what we can. I don't Spit know, on the floor. <laughs> I don't know how we can do this any any faster. He begins like stomping on your you know my hands. Yeah, yeah where your hands are at. <laughs> Squeezing out um, that necrotic. Jack, what did you roll? I can imagine six. like as the floor is like slowly rotting, it like starts creaking like an older and older floor. Yeah. The the drama is increasing as Jack is like, you know, trying trying to get the noise, trying to push his ear against it to hear as all the stuff is happening. Misiko is talking, Grim is burning the floor, and there's stuff going down, and, you know, here, another click, another tumbler falls into place. I would like to be making note of these the numbers that is clicking into place. Okay. Very cool. The first one, it was a left 13. Um, Go for it. Left 13, right 66. Good lord. Some big tumblers. <laughs> okay. And that's the two you've got. All right. 
back down there. We're going to do one more quick round of combat, and then Let's we'll see what happens at the end. This of is the, the defining episode. moment. So the Gorgon is going to use his thirty-foot cone of petrifying Nasty. breath, which is dispelled. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He, he forces out his cone of, of green goo, and as it goes out, and you you and the wolves almost are about to inhale it, as the does, and the wind continues with your wild shape as well. Yep, concentration. Okay. I got ten gotcha. minutes of this juice. Of this cool. juice. So he, juice. he presses the, his his petrifying breath out, um, and uh, as it goes into the air, it is immediately dispelled. And he is going. He actually takes his movement speed and tries to uh, back up as far as he can. So he's going to back up about thirty feet at this point. Um, and you are welcome to take an attack of opportunity if you would like I'm to use your reactions. I'm going for it. Does my multi attack count with the attack opportunity? No. Okay. So I'm going for Le Bite. 15 to hit. That's not going to hit. Okay. So you go to that? swipe at him and he's able to push back with his big bullaciousness. Big bullaciousness. Um, yeah. It is now the Wolfies' turns. <coughs> oh, they get attack of opportunity. Yeah, Wolfies. they have their own. They have yep. their own um, mm-hmm. things. They got their own thing. All right. And they got prack prack picture. They got. Um, <laughs> yep. Yep. They <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> uh, nine or twenty-two. Twenty-two will hit. And for the second one, seventeen or twenty-six. Yep, both of those will hit. All right, so two bites. It's several two d sixes to damage. So all right, so damage on one is ten. Damage on the other is nine. Okay. So kind of combined, that's nineteen. Nineteen of them demolish. Okay, the gorgon is not pleased with this damage. He takes he takes these hits. Those are bad sound effects. I don't know. <laughs> but again, again, two bites in the arms as he backs up. Um, Arlo, it is now your turn, sir. Nope, it is the wolf's turn. It is the wolf's because they had You're attack. Right. They did attack the, attack the opportunity of times. Yeah. So um, twenty three or nine. That'll hit. And. <coughs> 14 or 23. So hit. So damage on the first one is 15. Yep. Damage on the other one is 9. Okay. Taking them bites. I can kind of imagine like their their thing is to keep him busy, keep him distracted, so they're just trying to stay as close as they can. Okay. He is really not pleased with that. This pleases me. He doesn't like that at all. I'm pleased to displease. That's right. And then that's that's all they got. Okay, it's your turn now. All right, I'm just I'm I'm barreling in like a cape bear. Um, I'm just charging right for him. So twenty four to hit with a bite. Goodness, yeah, that'll hit. That'll do uh, eight damage. Okay, not a whole lot of damage. And nine with the claw, so that's probably not gonna do it. That will not hit. All right. Okay. So you bite him. You the three the wolf and the bear attack. Right, right, right. Two, three bites right all right around his face area. You even take a big old hunk and knock one of his horns off oh. as part of you trying to you know it doesn't hurt him too bad, but one of his horns just breaks off and he's got kind of a nub of a horn on the it's about a foot long instead of the two or three feet it was. I want to make um, note of where that thing flew off to. Okay, 
back to Grim and Arlo for your final moments of the episode. Will you get in or will you not? No. Grim and Jack. No. <laughs> Why'd you roll, Grim? One. Damn, dude. <laughs> so Suddenly Bob Vila shows so, up. <laughs> so Misiko is trying to help you and he actually does step on one of your hands and you have to take it off like, ah, oh, dang, and to get back to it. So it's still a slow going <laughs> process. Uh, Jack. Eleven. You do not hear the final tumbler. So, you have to start over. Dirt. And you know the first two numbers, of course. But it'll just take you another roll to get there. Um, you, you want to roll, you know, yep. three more. You'll just The next roll will be for the last one. So, thus ends this episode of Dungeon Boys. No. Arlo is down, being attacked by a Gorgon. Uh, I think Jack, at this point, I'm doing the attacking. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Hey. Jack, Misiko... And Grim are trying to make their way into the cargo hold to save their beloved friend. Where the heck is Bird? And what the heck is going on with Guh and that map? Find out next time on Dungeon Boys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to like, comment, subscribe to YouTube. Please be sure to write us a review on iTunes if you'd like. Check out the other stuff we have on Tate Media Games on YouTube as well as on Twitch. And remember very much that we love you very much. Uh, toodles. Later.